the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. The children of Israel are wandering in the wilderness, and there is no answer in sight. It's completely barren where they are. It's a pretty scary sight, as a matter of fact. The Israelites have advanced into the wilderness for 40 years. Now, all the young males who were of military age when they left Egypt died only because of disobedience. The Lord had sworn to them that they would not see the land that he had promised. He had solemnly promised their ancestors a land flowing with milk and honey. They murmured and they complained against Moses, their leader, regretting that they had ever left Pharaoh's land in Egypt, which was a place of horrible slavery. They were held captive for 400 years. Now they've been set free. God has sent Moses there to lead them out of Egypt. God has sent him to speak to Pharaoh and command him to let his people go. And now they leave the land and go into the wilderness. They were on a journey of 11 days and it took them 40 years. Oh my goodness. Is there something that God told you to do? And you have been wandering around and around. You've been hesitant and maybe fear has held you back. Well, today I want to tell you there's fire in your mouth, child of God. Exodus 14 and 28. How long will this wicked congregation grumble against me? I have heard the complaints the Israelites are making against me. So tell them as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do exactly As I have heard you say, oh, my goodness, Exodus 14 and 28. So God passed judgment. I want to paraphrase, if you will, because you have murmured in my ear, I will give you what you have murmured for. That's what God was saying to the Israelites. When we are grumbling and griping and complaining, it is not the sound of our voice that God wants to hear in his ear. That's not the sound of mumbling and griping and complaining that he wants to hear. What if he gives us what we're murmuring for? Oh, praise God. I know you're not going to murmur anymore after today. Verse 29 says this, your bodies will fall in the wilderness. All who were numbered in the census, everyone 20 years 
of age or older because you have grumbled against me. Oh, my goodness. He's saying you're going to die right out here. He passed judgment. And it was because of their murmuring and their complaining. God loved the children of Israel. He did miracles and signs and wonders. It followed them. I'll tell you some, just some of the things that happened out there. An angel of God, a pillar of cloud and fire guarded the multitude. A strong wind made a path for the Israelites through the sea. The Egyptians chariots wheels were made to stick in the mud of the sea and their army drowned when they chased the children of Israel. Bitter waters were made sweet and drinkable manna rains from heaven for bread. Quails are sent to provide meat. Water flows from a rock for them. Moses raised his hand and allows the Israelites to prevail over an army. God speaks from the mountain on Sinai. The wind brings the quail, the crossing of the Jordan River. God did so many miracles for the children of Israel. And those same miracles, signs and wonders follow you. For he is the God of miracles, signs and wonders. He is the same today as he was yesterday. The children of Israel have a weapon, but they did not perceive it. They didn't understand. Even their leader was a protege to a powerful man of God, a prophet. When Joshua became the leader, he was a successor behind Moses. He was the assistant to Moses, a man of war. That's what Joshua was. Moses understood that prayer was a weapon of war and he used it to win. Moses had fire in his mouth. Are you with me today? I said he used prayer to fight battles on his knees without a weapon in his hands. Only he only had a staff, no weapon of physical war, only his arms raised. What a position to fight from, to sit and raise your arms, to be on your knees and lift your hands. This is a position of great power. Moses knew prayer would release the power of God. Every good thing is wrought by prayer. What does wrought mean, Valerie? I know some people wonder, what, what do you mean by that? Wrought meaning chiseled out, shaped, hammered out. It's made through prayer. What are you hammering out in prayer? What are you holding up through prayer? Someone knows what I'm talking about. And someone else is saying, I hear that. And I'm seeing a new thing now. Today, someone's life who you could change if you would just chisel it out through prayer. Something beautiful is going to take place. And to answer someone else's question, maybe you say, well, you've given up. But I'm saying, why? Why? Nothing good can be wrought without prayer. Nothing. When you see something good happening, somebody has prayed. You know, a prominent man's daughter called me with a great dilemma just a few weeks ago, worth millions of dollars. His daughter called me, apprising me of the circumstance that her father was facing she said that her father had, you know, this great business deal and everything was going well. And then she began to give me the details of what happened in this business situation with this company. And as she's talking to me, I'm listening to what she's saying. But oftentimes this happens for me. The person is speaking. And while they are speaking, the Holy Spirit begins to speak to me. And so while she was speaking, I'm listening intently to what she's saying. And then I said, 
wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I, I hear I hear this voice. She said, what voice? What voice are you hearing? I said, I hear a man and he's calling out your father's name. He's in prayer. And I hear him. He's saying your father's name. Wait a minute. It's your father's father. Now, this man had died several years ago. And I told her, I said, when your grandfather was alive, he laid up timber for your dad. You know, that's what old people used to say when someone was praying about something constantly. They say, oh, she's laying up the timber. He's laying up the timber now. I said he cried out to God for him constantly. His father understood that through prayer, God would guide his son long after he was no longer here. He understood that his son needed the power of his prayers. So he stayed on his knees for your father while he was here. This young woman who's concerned about the business transaction of her father and what's going to happen with this company. I said, listen, your father, your grandfather has already prayed for him That's what the Lord is telling me. And she said, oh, my goodness. I said, well, wait a minute. I want to continue for a moment. Your father believed that your dad would be the saving grace of all of his children, that your dad would lead the way spiritually. And this would bring the other children to live as God would have them to live. He was relentless and approaching God in prayer for your dad. The young woman began to cry. She replied, you couldn't have known that. This is absolutely true. My grandfather believed that my dad was the strength of all of his brothers and sisters. He's not even the oldest. But for some reason, my grandfather counted on my father. Even though one of his brothers is a pastor, my grandfather believed it would be my daddy who would be the spiritual leader and the financial successor to take care of everyone when he was gone. He said it many times, Valerie. I explained that her father must do what the Lord had instructed me to tell her. Well, I'm telling you that as we pray, God will show us good things. Revelation power. The enemy will not be able to stop you when you have an intimate relationship with God through prayer. Going to church isn't enough. Reading the Bible just isn't enough. It is that intimate relationship with your divine Holy Father. That's what's going to give you revelation power. That's what put fire in your mouth. The enemy will not be able to stop you. He must retreat When you pray, that's what Paul prayed for you. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Moses died and God knew Moses intimately. And Joshua was a young man walking beside Moses. He saw Moses part the Red Sea. Moses lifted his staff. And the sea is divided by God. The Israelites passed through walking on dry ground and crossed the sea, followed by the Egyptian army. Once the Israelites had safely crossed, Moses lifted his arms again and the sea closed and the Egyptians drowned. God sent his angels and they fought the battle. He's sending them today. He's releasing them from the heavens and they fight the battles that we face when we pray prayer is a weapon of war. The warrior in you is waiting to arise. 
Exodus 12, 5 to 6. For the cause of the oppressed and the groaning of the needy, I will now arise, says the Lord. I will bring safety to him who yearns. The words of the Lord are flawless, like silver refined in a furnace, like gold purified seven times. I asked a pastor recently, do you believe that people see angels? He said, well, you know what, Valerie, I'm going to tell you what happened to me. He said, my mother and my grandmother were praying and they would constantly tell me, hey, son, I'm praying for you. You know, your grandmother, she's praying for you, too. She said, I was away at college, though. And, you know, he'd say, yeah, yeah, okay, well, thank you, thank you. You know, but he was away at college. He said, Valerie, I was doing anything but what was right. He said, I was just living on the edge, and I called myself enjoying it. He said, I wouldn't stay in my Bible. I wouldn't do the things that I had been raised up to do in my my adult life. I just wasn't going to do that when I was young. Away at college, I stopped attending church. I just called myself enjoying life and doing everything I could that was wrong. He said, well, one day I was in my dorm and an angel appeared and stood beside me. He said, I'm telling you, he he seemed like he was about seven feet tall. He said, I was so frightened. (laughs) He said, I was almost frightened to death. He said, he just stood there and he never spoke a word. He was just looking at me. He said, after he looked at me for a bit, he said, and then he just disappeared. He said, I was so frightened. He said, I recommitted my life to Christ. He said, and I have been right with the Lord ever since. Someone in his life had fire in their mouth. His grandmother and his mother. No battle is won for the good without God's intervention. You know, I'm going to go off on a side journey for just a moment because I hadn't planned to tell you this. But the Lord is giving me this to tell you. Always remember, no one can ever take your good from you. If you feel like it's gone from you, God sent me today with this message. No one can ever take your good from you because your good is God. And please don't you ever forget that you're in the heat of battle. Then you must fight on your knees. You must take the position of victory before you begin the fight. Prayer is a weapon of war to justice, to win. If you believe it, go on and shout. Prayer will destroy Satan's work and annihilate the attacking forces that are coming against you, against your family, against your marriage, against your finances, against you on the job. Prayer will annihilate the attack of the enemy. In the book of Genesis, God spoke. He said, let there be light. And there was light. The spoken word through the spirit of God changes things. That's why miracles and signs and wonders follow you because you have the keys to the kingdom and you have fire in your mouth. Now, before you pray and you ask the Holy Spirit to make intercession for you, asking him to pray through you. When the Holy Spirit prays through you, the prayers will be answered. And you will always pray the will of God when the Holy Spirit then is doing the praying. When you go before the Lord, use blessed word, use scriptures, pray together. Pray together will accomplish great things. Second Thessalonians. And then shall the wicked Satan being revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. The spirit of his mouth is his word. 
and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. The brightness of his coming is the blessing. It's his anointing. His anointing is upon you. God has given us the power to change circumstances on earth. If we abide in his word and his word abides in us, we are able to ask him what we will and we receive it. And the Garden of Eden, when Adam, when he fell because of Satan's deception by disobeying the word of God, eating of the tree of good and evil, Satan believed then that he had shut the portals of heaven over man's life. That man would then die a mortal death and forever struggle on earth. But Jesus, because of Jesus Christ, we have eternal life and power to intercede between heaven and earth. As you stand praying, you stand between heaven and earth. Use the word of God saying, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. Using the word of God saying, it shall be on earth as it is in heaven. The secret to every child of God lives in the book of Joshua. One of my favorite books of the Bible. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you will be careful to do all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Joshua 1 8. Oh my goodness. God is remembering. He's calling to our remembrance today. The book of Joshua. I'm telling you, meditate on it this year, day and night. Do not let it depart out of your mouth. Because if you do, if you meditate on it, meditating on good things is what he's telling Joshua. Joshua, don't put your mind on the negative. Meditate on good things. Stay in the word. Focus on me, Joshua. Don't look at your circumstance. Don't look at your supply. Don't look at what you lack. Look at your supplier. Don't look what you have, Joshua. Look at what I have. Look to heaven to supply all of your needs. That's what God is saying to you today. Oh, my goodness. I called my mentor one day and I told her everything that was going on. And she said to me, Valerie, the Holy Spirit is telling me that when you pray, you're praying too much in your own words and you're not praying enough of God's words. Absolutely astounded. That's what I was when she said that, because I definitely was praying and crying out to God in my own words. But I was not praying God's word back to him. My prayers were virtually powerless right now. If you're in the midst of a trial and what you are praying are your own words, you will lack great power. You will come to a place where your own words will not get you through the circumstance. Maybe you haven't memorized scripture. Well, now is the time to start to write down scriptures that deal with the circumstances that you're facing. Then go to the Lord and remind him of his promises. Remember what he has promised you. Call it back to him. Speak his word over the circumstance. For the word of the Lord is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing the soul and the spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the intentions, the attitudes of the heart. It's important to see your prayers and action. It will build up your faith. 
God is calling the church to a new place today. He is releasing a power over the church today. It is so magnificent. We're going to see miracles that we've seen in the Old Testament. When Jesus said, the works I do, you shall do. And even greater works than this shall you do. Because he knew that in the last days, there would be fire in the child of God's mouth. There will be fire in our bones for his word. If you're not on fire right now, I encourage you today. Go to the Lord in prayer and ask him, Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. Lord, put fire in my mouth. If you don't feel fire in your mouth, Lord, set me on Holy Ghost fire for you. Prepare yourself for the end time. Prepare in your prayer place. Don't fight your battle with words. Don't fight it with your checkbook. Don't fight it with your physical body. Don't fight it with anger. Fight your battle in prayer. That's where the battlefield is. Jesus didn't arrive to heal the sick and pray these long, magnificent prayer. He didn't arrive to Lazarus to raise him from the dead and pray this long, wonderful, elegant prayer. That's not what he did. No, no, no. He spoke for a moment to God, his father in heaven. And then he said, Lazarus, come forth. (laughs) Won't you be able to say that today? I know that you will, because if you go in your battle place and you wage war, Not only will you be able to speak to dry bones and tell them to live dreams that have died and seem like they will never live. Not only will you call them forth, but you will have revelation power. And when someone's way seems dark, you will be the light and their life because the God will speak through you. The spirit of the Lord will give you revelation I was working one day and and I was offered a new office. This office was so beautiful, but I didn't want that office. I I just, there was just something about it I didn't want. And right while the person was speaking to me, the Holy Spirit said, take it. And I thought, but take it. I said, you know, and you know, I'm bold about letting people know that the Lord is speaking. I said, you know, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me right now while you're talking to me. And, you know, I didn't want this office, but he just told me to take it. So I'll take it. And the man laughed. (laughs) He just kind of chuckled. He said, well, all right, then I said, "Okay." And, you know, and then after I stepped into it again, I thought, well, this is big and beautiful and already furnished. And it was I mean, it's beautiful. And I just said, well, okay, you know, I'll just go with this. And I know, you see, you know that when you follow what God tells you to do, there is light on the path because the steps of the righteous are ordered. By the Lord, you're listening to this message today because your steps are ordered by the Lord. And he wants you to know, child of God, that there is fire in your mouth. And when you speak, you create, you sustain and you destroy through the power of the Holy Ghost. When we spend that intimate time in prayer, when we go before the Lord and we meditate on his word day and night, and we are obedient to the word of God. We not only align ourselves with the power of the Holy Spirit, but then when we stand praying, we are truly interceding. And we are that intercessor that God recognizes that stands between the heavens and the earth. 
You stand there and you speak on behalf of those who don't even know to speak for themselves. You speak on behalf of those who cannot pray for themselves. You speak on the behalf of lost souls. And as you do, you are ushering in the coming of Christ. You become priceless to God. You become so valuable in the work of the end times that God will do special favors for you. Remember what the angel said to Mary? He said, thou art favored. God wants you to know that he wants to favor you in a special way in the end time. He's looking for the intercessor that will stand between heaven and earth with fire in their mouth and say, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.